0: Call of Duty Roman Wars could have taken the series in a drastic different direction. Red Dead Redemption finally comes to the Xbox One's backwards compatible library. Hands on sale, and it's doing pretty well. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild wows game credits at E3 2016. Ubisoft adds two more to their board to protect against Vivendi's looming takeover. Trevor Martin, aka T-Martin, apologizes for the recent Counter-Strike go controversy, and Atlas partners with Deep Silver in Europe. All this and more in your Daily Slice. Let's get the show started. Why, yes, oh yes, it is that time again. It is I, Austin Belzer, here for the Vertical Slice, here to talk to you about the biggest news story that happened yesterday and today. I normally don't do yesterday, but I kind of feel guilty about missing yesterday, so I'm going to catch you up it's kind of my job a little bit um so first things first um we've got call of duty roman wars um so props to game radar I, I love the um i i love that website um but i want to say props to them for getting this scoop um, and the story is as follows Activision once seriously considered a Call of Duty pitch that would have taken the military shooter franchise to the battlefields of ancient Rome, reports GamesRadar. Citing multiple sources, GamesRadar reports that the project was known as Call of Duty Roman Wars and was in development at Vicarious Visions late in the previous decade. Vicarious Visions, which is located near Albany, New York, in an Activision-owned studio best known for its work on the Skylanders and Guitar Hero franchises. Roman wars would have reportedly have focused on J- Julius Caesar's tenth legion, a cavalry cavalry unit that was Caesar's most trusted legion. The unit was featured heavily in commentary de bello Gallico, commentary on the Gallic Gaelic War. Gallic, Gaelic, Gaelic. Hm Caesar's firsthand can- account of the w- wars he fought against various Gallic and Gallic, Gallic tribes from 58 to 50 B.C., and Roman Wars' story would, was reportedly based on that work. A game's radar source known only as, quote, Polmus, described a prototype for the pitch, a single level based on 52 B.C.'s Battle of Alesia. The goal was to take out archers, and the player could have accomplished that objective by using catapults, siege tower, or, quote, war elephants, end quote, which the player could ride as they trampled enemies on the battlefield. That part of the demo was played from the third-person perspective, but a smaller por- portion of the prototype was a first-person gladi- gladiator-esque battle in Rome's Colosseum. Vicarious Visions was planning a story for Roman wars that would have spanned multiple characters, just like Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call of Duty World at War before it. Quote, You are going to play a lead centi- centurion, you are going to play a grunt, and you are going to play all the way up to Julius Caesar himself. Pulmas told Games Radar, "We reached out this is Polygon to Activision for comment, and we'll update this article with any information we receive. For more on R- Roman Wars, including footage of the prototype, you can check out the video by Games Radar, and see the full story at their website. You can also read uh, our report on Polygon's report on Call of Duty: Devil's Brigade, another third-person Call of Duty title that never saw the light of day. So." Um, just real quick, I w- I want to talk about my personal feelings about it. Um, so if, if you don't want to hear, it, skip ahead thirty seconds, um, or a minute, um, or whatever. Um, so I actually would have liked this. I kept talking to Chris, not specifically about this project, but um, it reminds me of um Call of Duty's. Um, sledge, what Sledgehammer I was working on, a kind of Spec Ops line esque, Vietnam War uh, shooter, psychological horror, and all that. And this is the new direction that I'd like to see from Call of Duty. Um, believe it or not, I, I, I actually would like to see, you know, it not be tied to this first person shooter bit and be much more open ended like assassin's creed is opinion over and then the next story we have up on the platter today is red dead redemption will finally be back backward compatible with xbox one yeah that's right you heard it red dead redemption is the next game to join the xbox one backward compatible compatibility library publisher rockstar games announced Owners of the Western-based Action Dental on Xbox 360 will be able to play it on their Xbox One this Friday, July 8th. Quote, Starting on Friday, every Red Dead Redemption Xbox 360 owner will be able to play the game directly on their Xbox One, regardless of which version of the game they own. Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, and Red Dead Redemption Game of the Year Edition, the studio said. Those who currently don't own a version of the game on disc will be able to purchase a digital download of Red Dead Redemption from the Xbox Game Store this Friday. But if you're clamoring, it's on sale in the Xbox Game Ultimate Game Sale, which um, I recommend checking out my post about that. I've got all, the, all, all of it in there. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's cool. Check out Chris's article for it. It's probably much more expedient than mine. Opinion. I, I love that game. Uh, next up, we have the uh, the story of Ubisoft expands their board of directors to protect against Vivendi interference. The Story is as follows: Ubisoft has announced that it has nominated two independent direc- two new independent directors to be approved at the September twenty nine general CL shareholders meeting. With one sitting independent member leaving the board, this grows the n- number of directors to ten. If approved, Federica Dame, 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 and Florence Naviner will join the board. Dame helped grow taxi service Uber from eighty employees to seventy thousand. Uh, no, I'm. apologize seven thousand from twenty twelve to twenty sixteen. Naviner is the chief financial officer and senior vice president of Wrigley. You know the gum company. One current. Independent Director Estelle Matière will be leaving her seat on the board after the September 29 meeting. This would bring the number of independent directors to five at a crucial moment of Ubisoft's lead for Ubisoft leadership. With Vivendi growing its control and demanding board re- representation, this would dilute the encroaching company's ability to steer the publisher. For more on Vivendi's attempt at a hostile takeover, Ubisoft. Go anywhere, really. Um, I, I actually do recommend... Um, I was actually looking at my Game Informer, my July 2016 Game Informer, and they've got a good feature article if you subscribe to them. So, Game Informer's actually been really killing it with that. And then our last uh, big news story of the day. Counter-Strike YouTuber offers apology in light of game gambling scandals. Uh, T Martin basically says he's sorry. And the story is, as always, as follows Trevor, aka T Martin, Martin, uploaded a video apologizing for not disclosing in his involvement in the Counter Strike Global Offensive Lotto, you know, CSGO, Lotto.com, a popular gambling site that he and a fellow YouTuber creator, Tom, aka Pro Syndicate Castle, have equity in and were promoting on their channels. The two-minute video opens with Martin playing with his golden retriever before he launches into his public statement. Quote, I'm going to try to make this as short and sweet as possible, he said, followed by an expression of gratitude for his fan base and those who have stuck by him during the scandal, in which he was exposed by several YouTubers for ex- obscuring the fact that he owned CSGO Lotto during his promotional videos. He then moved into his involvement with CSGO Lotto, Quote, now my connection to CSGO Lotto has been a matter of public record since the company was first organized in December of 2015, he said, a point that has been refined by, refuted by fans and others who have watched his older videos. Martin has since made many of his Counter-Strike gambling videos private. How, quote, however, I do feel like I owe you guys an apology. I'm sorry to each and every one of you who felt like this was not made, that was not made clear enough to you. End quote. Martin said that the videos on his channel, on his channels, are legal, despite the lack of conspicuous disclosure that would seem in, to be in violation of the Federal Trade Commission's digital advertising guidelines. Quote, I truly, honestly hope that you guys give me an opportunity to earn your trust back," he said. Quote, Please also note that I'm committed to making sure that my YouTube channel, as well as all my other businesses, are in compliance with the law, end quote. He went on to say that he does, quote, not condone minors under the age of 18 to use CSGO Lotto, end quote. Unlike other Counter-Strike betting sites that do allow minors to place bet on lines, CSGO Lotto only allows legal notes to gamble, quote. This is and always has been a clearly stated policy available in both the terms of service as well as the initial sign-up page on the website, Martin said. I've seen a lot of people focusing on the the under-the-age-of-13 section of our privacy policy, he continued. All the section states is that we do not knowingly record information of children under the age of 13 years old in compliance with the COPPA Act. This has nothing to do with and does not mean that we condone minors under the age of 18 to play on the site, end quote. Martin addressed further concerns that gambling wins shown, is, shown in his and Castle videos were legit, illegitimate due to his ownership of the website. Quote, I believe that every game offered on CSGO Lotto has been legitimate and I am committed to making sure that that, means, that, that remains true, he said. He then closes out the video with another round of thanks for his subscribers who number in the millions. The apology video's stands as Martin's only Counter-Strike video that remains on either of his two YouTube channels. Despite the controversy, he's maintained a regular social media presence and posted several other gaming-related videos to his channel. channels. The exposure of YouTubers with financial stakes in the gl- gambling sites they promote is just the latest development in the ongoing Counter-Strike global defensive legal drama. A member of the game's community filed suit against Valve in late June charging that the company facilitated underage betting and other unlawful practices since castle and martin were exposed as being involved in csgo lotto others have come forward about their similar relationships to betting sites we've also polygon has spoken to a lawyer who called out valve for not addressing the accusations of its involvement with the gambling community update Martin's legal counsel has issued a statement about its ownership of CSGO Lotto. Obtained by PC Invasion, the statement reiterates much of what Martin said in his video. Quote, It is important to understand that winners on the website are randomly determined by both algor- algorithms and computer code, it reads. The odds of winning games played at CSGO Lotto are not more or less favorable to any players. The company has fail safe measures in place to prevent any person and any player from independently changing or manipulating the outcomes of any games played. End quote. Martin's lawyers also said that the owner quote, finds it deeply troubling that statements against both the company and its owners are not supported by facts and lack a serious understanding of gambling, as the term is legally defined. In this way, CSGO Lotto is materially different from its competitors who operate other gameplay sites that may, in fact, cross the lines of, of, of legality, end quote. has reached out to the law firm representing Martin for further information about any pe- pending legal suits. If you have any, Yeah, they basically say, give us tips, uh, at the end. Actually, so, uh, I won't interject a lot here because I don't play Counter-Strike Go, um... But all I'll say is it seems shady. It seems very, very shady. And I feel like if I gave more of an opinion, that wouldn't be justified because I don't know a lot about it. And then, I lied about that previous story. This is our last story, I think. Yeah, this is our last story. Persona developer Atlas partners with Deep Silver to publish games in Europe. The story is... After NIS America and Atlas severed ties in April, many were left wondering what that meant for the publishing and distribution of popular titles like the Persona franchise in Europe. Today, Atlas announced that it would be teaming up with Deep Silver to bring Persona and other game franchises to its European audience. Sega of America acquired Atlas at the beginning of April and said it was committed to publishing and distributing Atlas titles under the Sega banner but the company wasn't going into the foray into the European market. Instead, Atlas was left scrambling to find a European distributor, especially with its last title under NIS America, Odin Sphere Leichtizer, released last month. Today, Deep Silver, the publisher behind franchises like Saints Row and Dead Island, announced that it would be taking over publishing duties, bringing games like Persona 5, Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, and Sega's 7th Dragon 3 Code VFD to the European marketplace. In a statement, Atlas CEO Naito Na- Hiroka said Deep Silver would ensure that physical versions of the titles, like the Persona 5 collector's edition, would be accessible in stores across Europe. Neither Deep Silver or Atlas said if they are going to if they they were planning to reinstate games that players couldn't get their hands on in the separation between NIS America and the new partnership. VanillaWare's beat-em-up Dragon's Crown for the PlayStation Vita and PlayStation 3 marks the first title that European players couldn't get following NIS America analysis fallout. And that's the biggest news story of the past two days, not one. Um, so I hope you like that, um... So, if you want to um, wanna have the best of the rest, though, stick around. If, if Just turn off the podcast. So, we got a few stories here. Um, I'm going to s- just skim through these um, because they're not really big. Um, Link is coming to Monster Hunter Generations in the form of DLC, and he looks mighty adorable, I might add. So go check out the video over on uh, Nintendo's YouTube channel. Uh, Fallout 4 update 1.6 gives co- <coughs> excuse me, Codsworth more than 300 new names to learn on Steam. So go check out the patch notes over on Bethsoft. Um, then see what Battlefield 1 uh, 1's version of the Domination Mode looks like. you got 15 minutes over at Game Informer. Uh, and then Loot Crate put Created a pretty good Mega Man short. I kind of recommend it. And it's for the the, the uh, loot crate this month. Oh, And Overwatch has been updated to punish people who leave competitive before a match ends, and so much more. Check out the patch notes at uh, BlizzNet. And uh, I should stop saying, and another story is Yarny, Need for Speed, and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 are heading to EA Access in the next. Three Months. So check that story out over on EA Access's blog. And our final story um, The Witcher 3 is getting a Game of the Year edition, and The Elder Scrolls Online is getting a Gold edition, uh, both this fall. So prepare your wallets. And if you want to check out some stories um, on verticalslice.com, here's what I would recommend. Chris put up a uh, preview of the Xbox One upcoming Puzzler Cube. Uh, he also put up a review of Drawful 2. Uh, if you want to read more about Red Dead Redemption coming to Xbox One, uh, he put up an article about that. I put up an article about every deal in the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale. Um, more deals coming up soon. Uh, I, Chris put up a, a July 4th post. I put a, and I put up a Banner Saga two review, which is why you didn't hear a lot from me. So go check that out um, and have a great rest of your day. It's well, whatever's left of it. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Uh, it would do a great uh, deal of service to us if you uh, shared this with your friends, maybe. That gave us a five star review on iTunes. Maybe even subscribe if you like it that much on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, then it would also do us a great, um, it would be great if you could visit verticalslice.com and just look at some of the articles like the ones I just talked about. Um, then if you, Twitter's more of your game, uh, you can follow me at Austin Belzer, Chris at Heasy, and Vertical Slice at Vert slice Tweets. Um if Facebook's more your thing, you wanna make some thought out uh thoughts, um, you can like us on Facebook at vertical slice, um, slash vertical slice. Um if you wanna um, um you know um, do anything else, I mean you could add me on Xbox Live, Bladed Tech. Um I might get a PS four soon, so bladed tech P S. Um I'm gonna be on Steam. Um so add me there, Bladed Tech as well. Uh, Chris um, has various uh, tags. Zombie Heezy on Xbox Live. Heezy underscore USA on PSN. Um, and I think that's it. Um, go have a good rest of the day, whatever's left of it, and support good games.